on like it's been coming up because talk, I guess talk the stock, right in talk right into that. It's been coming up because I guess the stock is doing well or it's a it's a hot meme stock right now. And so on Nvidia? C, so on C SPAN and all those places, I see them refer to it as Nvidia. C SPAN. Like or not C SPAN, but like uh what is it C SPAN? CNBC? Maybe maybe CNBC is what I'm thinking of. Sorry. What do they say? They say Nvidia. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. I see them like analysts say Nvidia. I've been all buying day Nvidia long. video cards for twenty I years, know, and I've dude. been saying it wrong longer than twenty years. That's what I'm saying. It <laughs> freaks me out every time I hear it. I'm like, what the fuck are they? My, Did my I first Nvidia? Nvidia card was a Riva TNT uh, Nvidia. I think it had sixteen megabytes of uh, <laughs> VRAM, uh, <laughs> if I remember right. It was a Thrudud accelerator. Listen, I'm bringing it up because it freaks me out every time I hear it. Remember back like. When 3D accelerators first, or 3D, God, what am I saying? When 3D video cards first came out, right? Like your onboard video couldn't do it. I don't know if you remember this. There was a brief window in time in the late 90s. You and I would talk about this a lot, where not only was there a market for like 3D video cards that could do games and whatnot, but also for like 2D video cards. And you're like, ooh, that Matrox G200, <laughs> that 2D images. <laughs> Windows desktop has never looked so crisp. Look at the pixels on uh, that. Like <laughs> onboard video, crap. Matrox G200, woo, man, I'm going to pay $400 to see my my computer look <laughs> fucking brilliant. Remember that shit? How fucking stupid. Gus is fired up. <laughs> we, we, like, we spent good money to buy <laughs> that shit that we just take for granted now. Who fucking cares? Well, this is episode 74 of the podcast. Um, welcome back from a break. I just wanted to get recording because we were talking about that NVIDIA, NVIDIA thing yesterday. Oh, bugs shit out of me. It, and I knew that it was going to just... It's just the kind of thing that's going to get Gus. It's going to set me off. Oh, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. It's people telling you what to do with your money going, NVIDIA Not knowing is what up. they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of those things where you see it and then you go, ah, shit, have I been saying it wrong right. for 20 fucking we, we years? We should start saying Kunbuk. Instead of CNBC, Kunbuk. Man, I was watching Jim Cramer on Kunbuk uh, this morning. He was really yelling about Kunbuk. NVIDIA. <laughs> So we're back from. Watch, I'm wrong. Right, there's I'm, like, actually I'm, Gus. I'm excited to find out. Um, so let us know in the guest book, which is back online. Oh, okay, yeah. AnarchyMeAnything.com, by the way, is the website where you can sign the guest book. By the way, I love when people reach out to me uh, via the So All Right email address. Uh huh. But it's. Don't reach out to me to tell me about problems with Gus's guest book. I can't fix them. Oh, <laughs> that's not, so, And I won't see them in. Like, I check that email address. I check that inbox like once every yeah. three weeks. So, yeah. so I won't fucking. <laughs> I just, just like I say, I'm not, it doesn't piss me off or anything, but it's just like, if you're going to report any kind of an issue to me, it's not going to get noticed a, for a while. I need to put, thank you, Jeff. I need to put a contact the webmaster email. There you go. Oh, uh, link there you on yeah, 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 yeah. anything. So the old guest book had some problems. Um, namely, it's like there was no way to stop bots from mm -hmm. posting stuff on it. And once they found out about Anna.com. <laughs> Ah, ah, a new website with a guest book. It's well, I was years. I was afraid of like malicious code injection, right? Uh huh. And it's like there was there was also no way for me to really get rid of any messages that might that might be doing things like that. So I had to switch over to a new one, and I didn't want to lose all the old entries that people have done on the yeah, old one. Yeah, because they're fucking classic. So I manually copy and pasted all of them. Are you serious? Them. Yeah, it was it was hours of work. Dude, I was about to say, that's some early RT, work, working harder than smarter. Yeah. Right there. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sure, like, we have people here who know how to more smartly do that, but they were very busy, so I didn't want to bother them. So, right, but they were pumped to help you yeah. make right, but an They were all also website. just I'm, as excited about this I'm as you. I'm trying to stay under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> kind no, of I, here. I, mean, I mean, it's the right thing to do, but also, I think the people that want to help you write HTML for this thing, they're also, they'll keep it yeah. under the radar. They're, just, they're, they're excited. They're talking about staying on the radar. We had a meeting with Merch on Friday. We all went oh, to yeah. lunch together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we decided... We had to make a secret pact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to tell anybody about what we're doing ever again. No, it's it's good. It really works. Uh, but we're back. We're back after some supplemental. Yeah. That was a great episode, that last one. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, the people are uh, enjoying it, seem to be enjoying it. Me and Jeff, if you uh, didn't listen, uh, that's fine. How dare you? But, all right, it's a longer supplemental where me and Jeff just had uh, some lav mics, went, got some coffee, records, pizza, just like cool, like little- It was like a walk and talk. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a really good time. I think 
Gus is jealous, though. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous. Because I had the idea I wanted to do an episode like driving around in a car, but this is an even better idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't involved. Well, I mean, that's what supplemental weeks are for, man. Just sort of like... Even better yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing experimental stuff, pushing the boundaries of what you can truly do on a podcast. Gus is gone. We can truly soar. Yeah. Are you al- <laughs> are you allowed to do a podcast like that? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like my wife putting together her show. Are we, al- <laughs> are we allowed to talk this long without talking about the book? Dude. Yeah, you can do anything you want our wives show is getting dirtier and dirtier and more disturbing (laughs) it's gross it's gross fucked she tells me about stuff and i don't want to hear it i'm just like save it for your show she's like no i need to know if this is like good i'm like it's all bad don't talk to me about this they're they're discovering stuff i i got sick of watching on pornhub years ago (laughs) (laughs) uh good morning good morning guys We um we were we tried we set up and to do this to record this episode outside, but and it was a it's a beautiful day, but Gorgeous. that wind is so strong and so cold it forced us back inside into the studio. Mm-hmm. It it almost blew your taco away. You got a, you got a breakfast oh, yeah. taco, a full ass fully wrapped taco. The wind took it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was afraid it was going to take my my cup of coffee away. Yeah, it was so strong and so cold. So we we set up. We had the mics. We we're ready to hit record. Like. What are we doing? Let's, did, let's go back inside. Did you see recently there was a post on the, I believe it was on the Anima subreddit, uh, of a little video of this dude, these two chefs making breakfast tacos. And they're like, is this what they're talking about yeah. when, when they make breakfast tacos? So it I is not. I didn't no, see that. It's, it's too, here's the thing. Don't get tricked, dummies, by what, like, internet videos of people making Food in clean kitchens with clean aprons. These are people who are just quick cutting together, chopping up brisket or whatever. It was like center cut bacon or yeah, something. It's, it was weird. It's like a guy who, Josh something, that like lives in Austin and does cooking videos. And then uh, this woman that I've seen on TikTok a lot, uh, she, she's a chef. And they're both, they're making breakfast tacos, but it's in that way of like, this is presented very clean. Look at these quick cuts that we're making as we dice these onions mm-hmm. and like that kind of thing but and it, then they take a bite and they go oh it's so good and it's like the way you've never reacted eating yeah. a breakfast taco also because it's eggs and potato <laughs> also the only thing that really resembled a, a real austin breakfast taco was the red sauce they made yeah everything else was just like it was like it'd be like if you describe to a really talented chef right these ingredients, and you go, and you just put it together, and you kind of loosely explain it to him, and you go, all right, you make it. And he's never seen one. He's never eaten one. He just uses his chef abilities to create right. his best version of what you told him. So it like it's of it, it's it looks adjacent like- to a breakfast taco, uh-huh. but you look at it and you're like, I would not. I wouldn't eat that every day. Yeah, the way, the no. way you describe that sounds like Gordon Ramsay's going to steal that and make another uh, television show out of that. Like <laughs> yeah. where people describe some food to him and That's he tries like, to make it. It's like you were telling me on the way over, you were telling me about some Spanish movie you watch. Yeah, the platform. Uh, the platform, and as you were describing it to me, I went, oh, that's Next Level Chef. It's, on, it's airing right now. <laughs> yeah. Episode three just came out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a... Uh... It, it was a. It was. I saw it on Netflix. It's a movie they called The Platform. It's a Spanish movie, but what's weird is in Spanish the name of that movie is The Hole. <laughs> so, <laughs> was there a hole in yeah, America the, already? Probably, or holes? maybe they were they were afraid of it getting confused. Maybe because when you even said it and you said it's called The Hole, the first thing that went to my mind was that movie The Descent. For some reason, I mm-hmm. thought like, oh, maybe it's like a cave and they got to go to the mm-hmm. bottom of it. But then you went the other route no, and no, it no. went up. The Four hole goes minutes. up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, holes. Holes are. Unidirectional. Absolutely. You know, they're only natural enemies to pile. That's true. The whole, that, that is a great Simpsons reference right there. That is a great Simpsons. What season is that? Do you that's remember? like season 16. No, is it like, really that it's old? Early. It's early. Oh, wow. You think we should just do an episode where we just speak not, in Simpsons? Yeah, we just say Simpsons quotes. We're not even trying to like go, yeah, what about this reference? We just keep saying Simpsons quotes and then laugh and then say more Simpsons quotes. <laughs> I'm in uh, season 32 now. Oh, my God. And uh, I saw my first glimpse of the pandemic. Like the the Simpsons are wearing masks. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, it's like it was for the Treehouse of Horror that came out for season thirty two. Uh, like the intro, they were wearing masks because of COVID. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm almost caught up. I wonder how many people younger than us watch the Simpsons or would get any of those references. I don't know that Millie has ever or anybody that Millie knows has ever seen an episode of the Simpsons. Hmm. Wow. I think it might be even a little young for like 
a lot of millennials are a little old for a lot of millennials. Who's watching it then? I think Gen X. I think us. People that, people that discovered it in the fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. I was watching it. Like new episodes? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't allowed, but yeah. then still did. No, I mean, like, I, like, I wonder who watch, who who was watching seasons 30 and 31 as they were airing new. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who watches. In, I mean, I don't know who under 50 watches network television. I guess in that's that way. True. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I've been uh, watching True Detective. Have you seen? Have you been watching? No, I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. Um, it's I, I heard it was sci-fi ish. So uh, no, I was afraid it'd be space problem. Not really. No. Okay. No. Uh, it 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 has that interesting setting. Supernatural. Kind of. Maybe a little. Um, where it's you know above the Arctic Circle, and it takes place after the sun sets for the year. Uh, so it's like it's always nighttime. Isn't there a show called Murder at the End of the World with a similar premise? Setting. Setting, similar setting. Uh, I believe so, and it's also like there was a that movie Insomnia. Um, I believe it was the Stellan Skarsgård movie. Yeah, was it was also the same. They, they, they remade it, right? There yeah. was an American. Uh, there was a there was a. I forgot what the original. The original one, I think, was in the remake. Right, the original one was either maybe it was Norwegian or Swedish. it was Norwegian. I'm sorry, yeah. it was Norwegian. I knew that. And yeah. then um, they yeah they remade an American version with. Uh, did you say Robert De Niro? I thought maybe Al Pacino. Maybe was it was Al Pacino. Yeah. Maybe it was Al Pacino. I get the, uh, dude, but, they're the Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Dustin Hoffman are the same dude to me. <laughs> I, I, they're interchangeable. It's the same. That's also the same premise where it's like the sun goes down and then it's it's not time. I think I think that that is a very interesting setting and i think that it's fucking cool that there are places on earth where yeah you can experience an entire day with no sun or an entire day with no night do you remember it wasn't executed terribly well but it was a great premise that movie 30 days of night it was based on a comic oh, yeah. book no i never yeah. saw that vampire movie mm -hmm. same thing they go up to alaska they get 30 days of night vampires come out rule the world mm. for 30 days and the humans got to try to survive uh, in remote Alaska because it's never daytime. That's a cool premise. Yeah, it is. It, the movie kind of falls falls apart pretty quickly, but or at least I remember it. I, I had saw it when it came out twenty years ago, yeah. probably. I think I had Josh Hartnett in it. Yeah. The only thing that I remember from that movie is a, a woman saying, "Oh uh, God, no!" And then he, the vampire, sort of like looks around and he says, "Like no God." <laughs> like, oh, this is fucking. Oh my God, that's fucking cool. No, I never saw that. I have vague memories of it. Doesn't that suck when you know you've seen something? You're like, I don't think I like that, but I can't remember why because uh, it's yeah. been so long. Yeah. And, or then you go back and rewatch it like, no, I don't know what I was thinking. This is actually good. That's part of why this podcast has been great for me because there are so many times we'll be riding around Austin with Emily and she'll point out a restaurant and I'll go, I don't like that place. And she'll go, why? And I go, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I had a bad experience here in 1998. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but I know I don't like Austin Java Company. I just can't tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny how that works. It, it, it's, I guess it's good to revisit some of that stuff or have a sounding board to remind you. Yeah, and also you get to hear yourself and go like, wow, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. I've written off a place for 25 years and I can't even tell you why. Yeah. Do uh, you... Sorry, go ahead. Well, what's the last place like that you drove by? Has there been been one recently that sticks out in your mind, or a movie that you 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 think you don't like? Man, uh, probably. I wish I wish something was coming to mind off the top of my head. Uh, probably just nothing. Nothing is springing to mind. I feel like for a long time I did not like the Village Draft House. We uh, both didn't like the Village Draft yeah. House, and now it's the only Draft House I like. Uh, I. I thought that the original, well, it's back like when it first opened, right? Like, why would I go there? The original draft house is better. Yeah, like, it felt like an imitation of the original. Right. Huh. And the seats weren't comfortable. The, t the, the tables kind of sucked. But over time, it's like, that's my favorite draft house now. Mm -hmm. um, it's the only draft house that still feels like the draft house. Yeah. For me. And, and, and that's not to be negative towards the other draft houses. You and I are holding yeah. on to a fucking t a time and place. The business just changed. Yeah. Uh, but I was there a couple of weeks ago. I saw uh, Rushmore, one of my. Uh, oh, did you? Are you doing yeah. the 25th anniversary thing? I saw the 25th anniversary. I, f I forgot how short that movie is. I've yeah. seen that movie dozens of times. Like, oh, this is like a 90 minute movie. Which is weird because all of his other movies are like two movies crammed in together. Right. Uh, um, and yeah, and they. I guess they renovated. They changed out the seats and the tables. The tables are great. They they, they fucking swivel mm -hmm. now. They got those buttoning. Yeah, they got the, seat. the comfy seats like uh, Mueller. It's, I think it's my uh, my favorite draft house now, uh, and I was going somewhere with that, and I just got 
distracted <laughs> talking about the draft house. So well, I, I forgot it. Do you ever have one of those days now that you're having a senior moment and you put me on the spot earlier? Uh, do you ever have those days where you wake up and your first thought is, I don't have it today? <laughs> that was me this morning. I woke up this morning and went like, oh, I'm an empty vessel. I got nothing to offer. I'm dumb today. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had a social weekend and I just like my battery emptied or whatever, maybe. That did not used to be a problem, though. I uh, nor- Normally, in the mornings when I wake up, like my, my alarm will go off. And uh, I try, you know, I, I don't believe in the snooze button. I like getting up right away. Mm-hmm. The other day, was it yesterday? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Um, they were like, they kept talking. On Saturday night, they kept talking about how the storm was going to come through early Sunday morning, like mm-hmm. five or six in the morning. And it's going to be potential for hail and torrential rain and whatnot. So yesterday morning, my alarm goes off like at uh, when I wake up, you know, really early. And I so I like open up my phone and check the weather. And I'm like, oh, okay, the the storm's changed. It's not going to hail here. It's not going to rain. I'm good. So I put my phone back down and just fell right back asleep. I like woke up totally dumb. Like my alarm went off. <laughs> but instead of waking up, I was like, oh, what's the weather? Oh, okay, we're not going to get rain. I put my phone back down You're and just, like, oh, well, I just went right back to sleep. Like, all right, that's done. <laughs> Sunday, check. It's like he's like, oh, there's no rain. I can't work today. Oh, that's fucking. Yeah, I, like I woke up later. I was like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I just, you just you just needed a little extra time. I guess so. Uh, I, was, I was just so annoyed at myself for just like autopiloting, looking at uh, the weather, and just re- immediately going back to sleep. When we were driving in uh, from the coffee shop back into the studio, we drove on 35, going south on 35. We drove by a place, kind of over by the link. That is a new building that's been constructed. It's maybe 10 stories, glass building. It's got a big red cutout window on the side that protrudes. Very modern looking building. Mm -hmm. Nothing special. But I was thinking about that. I was going to ask this question in the car and I decided not to, to ask it here. But that building is sitting empty. And it was constructed maybe two years ago around the pandemic. Are you talking about just north of the link? Yes. Just south of St. John's on the west side of 35? Yes. Yeah. I believe that building was there for a long time. And they renovated it? And they renovated it. Yeah. So it looks brand new. But it's been done. That process has been done for a while. And it's sitting there totally empty. Like, you can look through the building and just see the shit behind it because it's all empty floors. Do you think commercial real estate will ever recover? And if not, what happens? Interesting. What happens to these buildings? Like, Chicago. I did an architectural tour in Chicago a couple years ago when Millie and I were having, like, a daddy-daughter weekend. And I've taken this architectural tour a million times. It's one of my favorite things to do, and I always take it when I go to Chicago because it's on the, it's a boat on the river, and you get to see all the sh- mm. all the cool buildings from the from the water. And they were like, it's like seventy five percent empty since the pandemic, and the city is now trying to figure out what to do because we have all this space and no business wants to work in it, and so we're trying to reinvent what it means to be a city. Huh. And I remember thinking about that at the time and going like, ah, oh, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. But it popped into my head today because I've seen that building sit empty for a while, and a lot of buildings downtown are empty, and I see no sign, especially as the... as I mean, it's weird, right? Because you see the jobs report, and we're hiring faster than ever, and the jobs report's great, and unemployment is low, but everybody in our industries and in our adjacent industries is laying off right. massive amounts of people. And so I just it makes me wonder, like, when does business plus nobody wants to work in a building anymore? Everybody wants to work from home anymore, and I don't know how if that battle ever flips back. So just what happens to all these buildings? I think that eventually the return to work movement will succeed. But don't you think that the pandemic shed a light on the fact that we are at a point with technology where it's not a necessity anymore? Yes, and I totally agree. I'm I'm 100% on board for work from home. The problem is the people will ruin it. Uh, for example, you know, when we're recording this, uh, the Super Bowl was last night. There was a whole segment during the Super Bowl broadcast about how lots of hybrid workers are going to elect to work from home on Monday because they're going to be too hungover to go to the office. So it's going to be attitudes like that. You can't. You give them an inch and they take a mile. Right. Yeah. Uh, that are going to uh, ruin the work from home idea for everyone. It's going to be people who use it as an excuse to goof off or, you know, um, not get as much work done. Then give it a bad look that are going to ruin it for everyone else. Like, oh, we all can't work from home because too many people decided to be I, drunk and hungover. I wonder. I, j- I just, I wonder. I don't know. I don't know that the people don't have enough power I, now that, that, that businesses just can't make these decisions. I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of influence, a lot of power behind the money that powers commercial real estate yes. that is going to push people to get back yes, in. Yes, sure. Uh, but also, I think that, you know, efficiency and cutting cost always wins out. 
at the end of the day when we're dealing with capitalism, right? So eventually businesses will, it's the same reason why a lot of businesses are adopting clean, uh, clean technology now and re renewable resources because they see that it's ultimately going to be more profitable than ice down the road, right? So businesses, I think, will realize or are even already realizing that it's cheaper to do it this way. Telenetwork figured it out 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. But these businesses are also invested in commercial real estate. I understand, but not uh, yes. So I mean, there there is a, a a push and a pull there. Like, and I get it, right? Like, I mean, there are things that we do here at work that it's way easier for me to do at home. And there's sometimes where it's like I'm just going to run home and do this because yeah. I can get it done there in half or a quarter of the time that it'll take me to get it set up here, and I don't have to involve anyone. It's just there's a lot more. It's just me. It's just dependent on me. Whereas here, you might have to get other people involved. So yeah, I get it. I'm all I'm I'm all about it. But I, I I have a I guess I just have a pessimistic view about it. No, I know, and I do too. Plus, also, how many people? I mean, I think pessimism is like the mood of our generation. <laughs> yeah, pessimism and like nihilism, right? Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. I personally love Factor. It's super easy. I can take them with me to the office where, you know, uh, I don't have a full kitchen or anything. I've got a microwave. Factor is fresh. It's ready to go. Just pop it in in a couple minutes. I'm ready to eat. I feel like every time I make one at the office, someone inevitably stops by and asks what I'm eating and has questions about it. It's it's, it's really that good. It smells that good. It's that enticing. Uh, you got two-minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Their smoothies are great, by the way. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily, like at the office, like I said. Uh, it's flexible for your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup necessary. Head over to factormeals.com slash anma50. Use code anma50 to get 50% off. That's code anma50, anma50, uh, at factormeals.com slash anma50 to get 50% off. Plus, also, people are going to have, like, shit break, right? Like, uh, they're not going to be able to connect to the VPN or oh, something's not going to work. And, and, it's and like, also, pe people will realize that they don't have a separation of a work-home balance, yeah, you know, and they'll, sure. they'll want to go to work. Like, I appreciate coming to the office. I appreciate that we, when we all get together and we sit into a room with a whiteboard, we have ten times the ideas than we ever would have had individually on our own. Um I'm not decrying the benefits of working in office because I like the benefits of working in an office. I just feel like there has been a seismic shift, and I just don't know that things can shift back to the way they were. And we just have all this real estate kind of caught in the middle, and something's got to happen to it, right? Because we find a use for everything. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen, like, in, uh, in New York, I think in Manhattan specifically, they're trying to find ways to convert commercial spaces to residential spaces. Mm. And it turns out that it's way more challenging than you would expect. Yeah. Because the from a fundamental layout perspective, the buildings are radically different, right? Like an office isn't plumbed to have water and sewer connections uh -huh. in, for every quote unquote unit. You know, it's like you have central core of the building where yeah. all of that's run through. So like, how do you do that? You know, every every residential unit has to have a window or windows. Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, when you build an office, that's not necessarily the floor plan you have in mind. So it's like it's not a matter of just like, OK, we're going to put up a couple walls and this is a uh, a condo now. Well, there's also the, the reality is, too, and I would maybe need Eric to look this up to make sure I'm not completely off base here. But I believe there are more homes in the in America than people. Are there? So, I mean, a lot of those homes aren't necessarily homes that you would want to live in a lot mm -hmm. of you know a lot of dilapidated boarded up homes but i do think that there's like enough homes for every i think it's one of the fucked up things about homelessness is or unhoused people is that there are homes for everybody they're really that they, they exist there are places with roofs for everybody 
we're just we just don't so, want to give it to them. Yeah, we don't want to give it to them, or we don't, uh, or it's not in any kind of condition and it needs to be picked up. Or realistically, it's in a dead town, a ghost town where nobody lives and there's no infrastructure for it anymore. So, uh, U.S. housing units of July, as of July 2021, numbered 142.15 million. There's 332 million people. So, it, so theoretically, because people people don't live one pair up. to a house. Right. Yeah. I, I was gonna say so. Yeah, on its face, you go, well, no, there's twice as many people as there are homes. It's like, right, you're not, most people aren't living a single person. And also, a child is not yeah. living. Yeah. Three people live in my home, exactly. two people I've live two in yours, exactly. two people live in yeah. yours. Yeah, it's it's that kind of thing where it works, Like, and, and there's a way to make it work. I think my problem with the work from home stuff, or the return to office stuff, because I appreciate the work from home stuff, is that the get back in office thing isn't, what you're saying, where it's now we're more collaborative. It's nefarious because the people who are saying get back in the office are the people who own the building right. yes. to make the money to yeah, do no, that. get back in the office. We have to justify the mortgage. Oh, and that's and that's my problem with it. Yeah, yeah. that that's my issue. I think, um, you know, it's interesting you talk about the number of homes in the United States versus the number of people, you know, you, it, thankfully, that number doesn't seem so bad. I was thinking about when you said that I was thinking about like, the Evergrande collapse in China, where it's like mm -hmm. they just went off to the races building homes, and it's like, oh shit, we have <laughs> way, way too many homes for yeah. people. Like we need to, we we can't finish building these because we already have way too many. Um, which is a whole other disaster. I'm surprised that hasn't had bigger repercussions here. I thought for sure when uh, Evergrande uh, officially collapsed, I was like, oh man, we're we're fucking in for it here in the United States. I'll tell you, man, it's one of the things that one of the things that I think was kind of a nice side effect of the pandemic or us all having to go through that is we live in a city like Austin where it has been at like 95 percent occupancy most of the time we've lived here mm -hmm. and they can't build houses fast enough. Yet there are Boise has got fucking houses coming out of their ears. Right. Yeah. And the pandemic and work from home really leveled that people re people really started to spread out. There's a whole lot. And the country's it, big. Yeah. The country's big. Right. And let, let's let's use the spaces that we have. You know, uh, I watch a lot of. Um I'm not. I'm not playing with my dick. There's like a piece of crumb right there. Your dick, dude. Uh, I don't care. There's a crumb on my jeans. Um, I watch a lot of documentaries on NHK, which is like the National Broadcast Corporation for Japan. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every other story they do is about the declining aging population mm -hmm. and how there's not enough people to maintain the houses, and like all the small towns are dying, um, and to the point where like it's a strange problem they have. Bears are starting to take over parts of towns. Whoa. Where it's like there's not enough people at the outskirts, so like the town seems much smaller and yeah. like there's nobody there. So the bears, bears are, feel safer. Right, to, it's, yeah, bears are seeding territory everywhere. Yeah, yeah uh, in Japan, it's like this weird problem. Like we have fewer people, older people, so the bears are taking over, mm -hmm. uh, which is wild to me. Uh, but yeah, you know, we talk about like again a, a situation where there's tons of houses yeah. that need. Help! They need people in them because they're uh, they're falling apart because they've just been neglected for years, if not decades. Yeah. How do you prevent the bears? You have, they have to set up like sound emitting devices on the perimeter of town. So someone to, like, go. Try it's to just a recording of a guy going, hey, do, hey, psst, "No bears." Hey, psst, psst. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, or like have people wear bells when they're out and about. So you don't really? start. Yeah, you don't yeah. startle a bear. Oh my god! Uh, like stuff like that. Like. Be more diligent about not leaving trash out. Yeah, make sure it's all sealed up. Um, it's a, uh, it's, it's just wild. And I think we're going to see, you know, without. I think people forget that, right? Like without, if birth rates decline, you need some way to continue to maintain that population. Yes, and I think that the United States has been very fortunate uh, from an immigration perspective because even as birth rates decline, people still want to come. Mm -hmm. So you can buoy that population because without that. If the population continues to decline, then like social services don't have aren't funded to the point where they can sustain a population, population. in decline is in every way a society in decline. Right, that, that's a huge problem. Yes, it is a people don't understand that it is a huge fucking problem. Mm -hmm. And I think that you know we've been very fortunate. You know, obviously, you know Japan's population continues to decline. I'm sure they're you know working on ways to to do that. But you know here we're bolstered by. People still want to come here, yeah. And thank goodness they they show up and can pay a tax or you know continue to do work that other people don't want to do. It's a it's 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 all kind of connected in a in a way in a very direct way. 
Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my immigration talk. And by the way, I also understand that a population is in decline, at least in America, and that people don't want to have kids because they don't feel like they can afford to have kids. Like it's not an indictment on people. I, or it's I not get safe. That. Or it's not safe to have kids. Or they don't. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to raise a kid mm-hmm. in this fucking environment. I totally get that. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like I. I, I think it's sad. I think yeah. it sucks to see a population decline because it, it means that, like you were saying, social so- services are going to decline. We're going to start mm-hmm. breaking apart at the fringes. The bears are going to start getting closer. Mm-hmm. You I, know? I want to I want to kind of lay this out there because we do this a lot, and it's not just this show. I think it's most podcasts and most shows. The language that we use when you make a point and then quickly have to go, and I want people to know that I mean this is the way that I mean yeah. it. That's not, all, like, I'm, I'm not trying to get at you about this i hope that if you're listening to this you know that in no way what we're talking about is malicious towards you or any of your friends or family or anyone you know and that when you hear us say this stuff it is years of being in media and having to deal with people who can't wait to jump down your throat for saying something like yeah, man, that's a birth rate decline is a society in decline. And somebody going, I'm fucking mad. I'm personally insulted ah! by this. So please know that, like, listening to the show and really everything else we do, there's no maliciousness but behind anything that we're saying here. And I hope I hope that you would have that understanding yeah. listening I, to this show. I would hope so too. I would hope <sighs> I would hope so. And and we do have to say these things because every episode could be somebody's first episode. Yeah. Right? True. And so you do have to say these things. But I hope. That there's some media literacy that you have that you're that you're hearing this and you know that when Jeff said that you're not going can't believe he said that about me man well, this could be well the rest I just of my I know because people in further are like well I, I know I'm gonna get a bunch of yeah. posts on Instagram for people that are like of course we're not having kids asshole we can't afford to have yeah, kids it's right. like I never said you could it, I exactly get it. And, I totally but, but am right there with you and I'm hoping that when you hear that your head doesn't immediately go to I need to correct this guy it's yeah. so fucking. <laughs> Not to go off on a not to no, rant please, like, about the incredibly privileged job I have yeah. where I get to be entertaining and talk for a living, but it is exhausting to while you're pushing a conversation forward and you say something to in the back of your head be having a second conversation saying do I need to go back and readdress this? Are, Let's take a second in my head and think about did I say something that could have could be misconstrued or offensive in a way that I didn't intend? Oh God, I, what was Gus saying? Oh, I can't yeah. remember now because I'm in my fucking head thinking about this. When you were talking about work from home, that's what I was doing. I was like, well, then of course we're not even. Gonna addressing the fact that people may not have the space to work from home right. or like broadband and like there's a lot of other societal factors that that go into that too but i'm like no no i'm gonna push that aside yeah it, i think that it's something that we need to be like very cognizant of i don't know i just i hear a lot of this from us but not just us it's every podcast Absolutely. i listen to has this language and i want to try I'm not trying to like take a stand and put a stop to it i just want people to be mindful of like Nobody here is being malicious toward. We're not attacking you at all. Yeah. Also, uh, just from me personally, I don't know who you are. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't. I know don't you. know who the fuck you are. Thank you for listening. I don't know you personally. And unless and, you left a comment on the guest book, right? In which case, we're, which, we're best which, friends. Which means we're best friends. Um, and I, I think it's. I just think it's important to have that sort of knowledge or or understanding to be able for everyone to take a step back and be like hmm this conversation might not be about me personally yeah. right now because we're speaking broadly over some microphones drinking some coffee yeah and and your situation while unique to you um is not the one that we're talking about right and that that's all again i just want Broad to strokes. i want to put that out there that there is when we're talking about this stuff there are people listening to this who really understand, and they're like, "Well, he's like really belaboring the point." Know that that, that this part of the conversation is not for you, the person getting <laughs> yeah. this. I hate to belabor a point, but I definitely, you're right. I definitely feel like I'm required to at times. I, I, it, you know, I just think it's something that we need to be aware of, or at least sort of mention. Yeah, and I, I think part of that is that I don't know about you. Like, I'm, 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 I'm totally over social media. I don't use it. Yeah, I just uh, have I just use it for f- stuff. When there are things that are either misunderstood or things that are said inaccurately mm-hmm. about this project or about us, like I'm not going to correct it. Yeah, it's just going to be there, and you're going to read the people may read something that's factually incorrect or totally wrong, take it as gospel, and I'm I can't do anything about that. Yeah, it's out of my control. Also, yeah. been doing this a long time. <laughs> yes, ha, can you believe they said this in 2009? Yeah. <laughs> 
15 years ago? A generation? Yeah. Oh, 15 years. And somebody who can drive a car now? That's how long ago that was said? Yeah. It's, I I just think that it's, I think it's important to keep in mind that we're speaking broadly and in no way malicious to anyone at all. Yeah. You're right. You're Except right. for Robert from Michigan. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bob, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's, um, it's 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 always interesting to me. I feel like every year when the Super Bowl is fresh on my mind because it just happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Whenever the Super Bowl happens, it's such an event that the entire media landscape shifts itself around the Super Bowl to avoid it. Like you know, I was talking earlier about uh, True Detective Night Country, which is a show that normally comes on on Sunday, but because the Super Bowl was that day, they put it out on Saturday. It's Did like they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So I watched that episode on Saturday, the most recent episode on Saturday instead of Sunday, and I feel like. In general, media either goes dark to avoid mm-hmm. getting crushed by the Super Bowl, or they shift release a day mm-hmm. in either direction uh, to get out of the way on Sunday. And uh, it's weird to me, like as much as broadcast consumption declines, as much as you know everything has become, a, you know there isn't really appointment viewing anymore. It's all on demand. That 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 sporting events still can draw that that number of eyeballs and you know, to the point where what we're up to like seven million dollars for a 30 second spot yep. um uh, uh for commercials on the super bowl now i talked about this a little bit on so all right a couple uh, probably 20 episodes ago now but uh looking at like most viewed broadcasts of all time and you consider network television to be on the decline Mm-hmm. I'm not even on the decline, like in its last fucking throes, right? <laughs> like it's like to say it's on the decline is a, is a huge understatement, right? But you don't expect anything that airs on nationally broadcast stuff like that to air to have any kind of uh, numbers like it did, and that includes sports. Like NBA is doing pretty well, but it still doesn't get the numbers it did even 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fucking second most watched Super Bowl of all time was last year's. Mm. What? Yeah. Last year's was the second most watched Super Bowl of all time. So this year's will probably be the most watched. Do you one know would assume. if that's wow. just United States or is there not? Like, I think it's like total viewing. It's, it was, I looked it up on Wikipedia. It was like ranked. So I think it's global audience. Uh, and I know there's a million different ways to watch it, right? But it's still, it's just like it goes to the point that there are still people that want to watch this stuff and it is still huge. Yeah. It's bigger than ever. I heard a fucking, I listen to a lot of political talk radio, right? Mm-hmm. I was listening to a conversation this morning on the way and they had a poll going. Big Steve Banner fan. Here. <laughs> it was like 5248. It was the dumbest fucking poll and the dumbest question I've ever heard. It was, and they were 100% serious. Should we change President's Day so that it's always the Monday following the Super Bowl and tie those two events together? Because they seem to go together. Well, then people, big people won't have to work remote because they're hungover anymore. Exactly. Because now the President's Day is next Monday, and it should be today, and then some people would get the vacation after the Super Bowl, and they're like, should there be a movement to, to do this? And you're like, that's how big the Super Bowl Listen, is. Listen, I'm on board. I am too! We should absolutely do it, because... The Super Bowl's already an American holiday pretty much as right. it is. What's Why more American than football? An, an official holiday. I think President's Day is where it is, because I and I could be wrong. I believe it's like somewhere between Washington and Lincoln's birthday. Somewhere around like there, Like they yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. combine the two into President's Day. We're still close enough, like a week off. Yeah. Well, classically, our only two presidents ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they should take the birthday of all presidents, average, average it. it, and that should be President's Dude, Day. Yeah. And when there's a I new president, totally agree. it changes. Never mind, I'm on board with yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Agree. We're changing President's Day. I don't, oh, tie it to the Super Bowl. No way, baby. Average all the birthdays. Oh, That's this is great. great. I want, and I'm if all, you get, if you get eight, like if you get two terms, does your, do you get a little bit more weight to your oh, birthday? Oh, I hadn't considered like this. Like you counted twice? This is a really good idea. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say yes. I would think uh, I so, so too, right? um, yeah, if you get two terms, your birthday's in there two times. But here's the thing: if you're if you have two terms, but then you die early, you only you only get some of that. You're out of office fast. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, so point. it's like a percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sort of a weighted scale. So like we have to deal with like Kennedy, LBJ. Yep. that's gonna yeah. be there's that, gonna be some math it's there. It's tough, but hey, it's for smarter people than us to decide. I, want, I don't want to do this. I want someone to tell I want, me. I want someone to tell <laughs> Eric on social media what our president's day should be, Wait, so I know. At, I'm gonna take that day off. Yeah, that's oh, my we president's should. day. That should be an animal holiday. Yeah. Let's do this. Our President's Day. Oh, Not wow. my President's Day. Not That's what I'm going to say Day. next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come into work. 
Somebody, I, I want it. I want it so desperately to just be a weird ass Thursday in August. Like, please, <laughs> someone tell me at, what day it is. At Anima Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter is where you can let us know, or r slash Anima Podcast. You guys can work it all out yourselves. Or I let really us know in the guest book. <laughs> let us know anarchymeanything.com let us know in the guest book oh that's great I put a a, a counter on uh, the website last week too are we Dude. part of a web ring yet or no no I need to do that mm. but when I was making the counter you had the option of how many digits to put in it yeah so I put nine oh that's I was like we're, go we're going so it's a bunch of zeros <laughs> that's Shit. pretty both of you when you see zero 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 six seven should we create a web ring ah this is maybe too ambitious yeah, of an I idea where any Anma fan, I don't like that word, community member can, like, if they have, like, should we encourage Anma community members to create their own websites and join our web ring? So, uh, uh, I've been putting a lot of thought, despite how it looks, I, I put a lot of thought and a lot of work into the website. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, it, it looks like you put a lot of thought and work into it. It just doesn't look like you put a lot of ability into it. No, no, no. That, that's totally what it is. And some of the things I want to do is I want to, so, like, uh, on the project roadmap, uh, <laughs> are banner ads. See the white paper. Banner ad slots. Okay. So we put banner ads for Anma merch, uh, uh, and uh, I figured we put some uh, some face uh, banner ads in there too. And Stinky Dragon. And Stinky Dragon. Why not? And I want to build a web ring as well. The web ring is a little more difficult because you have to have everyone involved also have like links back and forth yes. and have that like to make the whole ring work. work yeah. So um, that may come at some point, but I have been putting thought into it uh, right now. I got, I just, I have a lot of things I need to do to make my job easier. Cause I also added an archive mm -hmm. for every episode now too. So I need to automate the archive. I need to automate the posting with the embed every Monday. Cause not right now when I get up on Monday mornings, I have to update it. Like, Oh, here's the correct new embed and all of this stuff. I don't want to do that. I want to automate it. Do you this know? Is so goofy. Do you know what's happening here? <laughs> Gus is reinventing the internet, yes. oh, yeah. and we're Absolutely. watching it happen in yeah. real time. I fucking love I it. I love it. There was a. He's already he's already realized the technology sucks, and he's trying to invent new technology. <laughs> you know, um, Adam Adam Conover from Adam Ruins Everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's got a podcast, and uh, I don't know when he talked about this. I saw this clip uh, yesterday. Actually, he was talking about the early days of the internet when. People did things because they loved it. Yeah. People yeah. posted things because they loved it, right? Like nowadays, the internet is like three or four companies that own everything and everything's monetized. Whereas in the early days, you had sites like GameFAQs where people uploaded like huge ASCII text files with yep. art that they made because they loved a the game. They, they weren't making anything from it. Uh, or like Two Cows, or oh. just like a website that just showed you free software you get on the internet. Yep. Or Drunk Gamers. Right. One of the things that Bernie hated, mm -hmm. uh, and we used to make fun of us about constantly, was that Gus and I told him, we started, we don't want to make money off this. No. this there's there's yeah. no goal to make money here. Stop trying to make money. We just want to have fun and, and entertain people the for free, and ourselves, really. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that flew out the window with Rooster Teeth, clearly, oh. very quickly. <laughs> but but I think that there's a, there's a, there's a generation of people who don't remember that. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's part of what has been driving my fun in working on the Anima website. Right. It's like rediscovering. Because, you know, even though I was there, I've forgotten a lot of it until like, yeah. I sit down and I make this stupid web page. Like, oh, right. The internet used to be like goofy. It was, everything wasn't monetized. And yeah. Like, even the banner ads I'm going to put on, like, it's more just to show what it looked like. And it's going to be our stuff. It's not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go sell banner ads for someone for. What's, two cents CPM or whatever. What's so crazy about it, too, is if you step back and look at it, the internet that you're describing, which is the internet that gave us careers mm -hmm. and the internet yeah, that I yeah. fell in love with, the internet that we've bonded over, mm -hmm. right, was a very brief internet. So, yeah. Very brief window of time. You're talking about six years, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. I'd, six, give, it, seven, I'd give it 10, maybe. You think so? Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'd give it 10. But that, that period where it felt like that and where it still seemed possible before, like, Everyone the in. fucking yeah. tide of money and influence just washed all that away. I remember even when we were making Drunk Gamers, uh, you know, we were very grassroots, right? Like, yes. it was us making it ourselves. And I remember, like, looking at our competition. Like, who else is out there doing video game reviews? What are the other video game websites? And Happy even, Puppy. <laughs> I forgot about that. But even when I saw like a, a website, like what was, you know, a new website pop up, like one up, I was like, who are these people? Yeah. Oh, it's Ziff Davis or yeah. whoever. It's like, yeah, yeah. All of these, like, it, it was like the initial foray from like big money coming in. It's like, oh, there's really no one pushing Dudes. like this, this independent voice. It's so things. funny you said Ziff Davis too, because it was, that was, it was them. Yeah, yeah it was absolutely. On, for sure. Uh, and that's just gone, sadly. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think everyone, yeah. 
It was, it it was sad to watch it die and see, see it happen in real time, too. I was thinking about the other day, like, there was a period in my life when I went to Joystick every single day, probably 10 times a day. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time that was a website. Yeah. I haven't thought about them in a long time. But you can... But uh, it, was like my, it was like my spot. Yeah. You know, people had game spots. Some people went to Kotaku, wherever. I was yeah. a Joystick guy. And uh, you just think about, like, all those homes that just disappeared one day. Mm-hmm. You can find the spirit of that at anarchymeanything.com. <laughs> I should try to see... I should make a link for old websites like that that still exist. I'm curious if any of them are still left archived. Like, wasn't there, like, a... Like I like the the first webcam on the internet was like a pot of coffee at MIT, right? Like yeah. some, some dude didn't want to get up and yeah. see if there was coffee in the coffee pot, mm-hmm. so he set up a webcam and put it on the internet. Like I wonder if that's still active. Yeah. You know, the, wasn't there like an old Twinkie website, the Twinkie experiments or something, where like people, you know, like threw Twinkies off buildings and tried to see like how indestructible Twinkies were. Are you talking about adding a link section to the yeah, anything.com I, I, I website? But only Early internet I love it. links. Oh, like old Spark stuff? Like yeah. when, <laughs> like 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 when Christian stinky, would do Sticky Feet Project, feet project. And, yeah. exactly what I was Date My Sister idea. Project and all yeah. that, yeah. Man, did you ever see any of those old oh, Spark yeah. stuff? Oh, I remember that stuff. That stuff was, that yep. stuff was great. Um, we're getting on towards time, so we need Are to we? talk about oh, uh, Can you believe it? Wow. Uh, we need to talk about uh, Violet Crown Cafe that we went to today. Um, it's over in Crestview. It's by... Um, Little Deli Pizza. Me and Jeff found it during our supplemental recording. Yeah, that's where we had our little pizza. Yeah, little we Deli had. Great. We had Little Deli, fantastic. They have a pizza there. Mm-hmm. You, I, it's got a name. I don't remember what it's called, but it is just a pepperoni and cheese pizza with Roma tomatoes oh, yeah. and chopped up roasted garlic. It's it great. is the best slice mm-hmm. of pizza. It's fantastic. It is so fucking good. Yeah. It is really, really good. It's like, uh, yeah, that place is great. So we found Violet Crown Cafe. Which used to be a drugstore and then was an ice cream shop for a while. It was an ice while. cream shop, and we were talking about it like it was a cool ice cream shop that nobody went to. And yeah. you could go in the back, and there were some arcade machines and some stuff from the drugstore that used to be there that you can look at. Yeah, like <laughs> a little mini museum kind of. That's all it was. Yeah. This place is different. They gutted the fuck out of it. It's nice now. It is yeah. It is a little swanky, very of that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, trying to make something happen in like that little spot. It is such a great little shopping center there. There's a, a Fresh Plus over there. Mm-hmm. Used to be which in Arlen's. Is, used to be in Arlen's, yeah, which is a local grocery store. For, both of them are, actually, I believe. We talked about the Fresh Plus in Hyde Park that has the mural of uh, oh, Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. The Will Ferrell, yeah. yeah. So location. one of their sister stores yeah. is over there. The, that coffee shop, mm-hmm. Little Deli, which is just the fucking best. And then, like, a barber shop and a mechanic shop. An acting school. An acting, an acting school. school. Yeah. It's a cool little spot. I looked at a, I went to an open house down the street from there. Oh, yeah. A couple of years ago before the pandemic. Beautiful, beautiful. Pre pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they, yeah, at pre-pandemic price, I think the asking price on that house was like $1.2 million. So it probably was 2.4 during the pandemic. Right. Beautiful house. I loved it. I was like, man, but that is, that is, that is a fucking expensive house. That's crazy. Um, so we all got our coffee that we usually get. I got, I got the drip. Gus got the Americano. Jeff got the cold brew. And then Jeff also got a taco. And uh, Gus got a Kerlachi? Yeah, the, the, normally it's Kalachi, but they spelled it K-E-R. Is, is it like Kalachi. a brand? Probably like Curlin ta- uh, Kalachis or something, I would imagine. Or like maybe um, they're from Kerrville or something. What was your taco? Uh, it was just a bacon, egg, and cheese taco. And then what was your Kerlachi? Spinach and feta cheese. Mm. My um, taco was pretty dog shit. Yeah? Yeah, it pretty- was great. It exactly. was very medium. But I've seen a video on the internet where they make a <laughs> breakfast taco, and they really loved it. My they cr- looked lovely. They just weren't breakfast. My, cr- yeah. my carlacci was pretty good. Uh, what did you guys so think of the coffee? The coffee, I thought I hated it for, at first, uh-huh. but then the more I kept drinking it, the more I liked it. Interesting. I don't think I've ever had that experience before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in- You've never learned to like something in your life. That's <laughs> I would agree. You've never had that experience. We, right. we talked about this earlier. Um <laughs> I think I'm going to end up settling at like a 7.5 on okay. it. It's a it's a solid cup of coffee that mm-hmm. I, I would have rated much lower when I first started drinking it. 7.8. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is probably like a 7, 7.5. This is, it's a good cup of coffee. It's a little more chocolatey than I like uh, just for what they have on. But they had a wide variety of like beans you could mm. buy there and like a bunch of other stuff. And just like this little section that was like, it's a cute little shop. Yeah. You could buy sardines there. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Tinfish stuff is like back and I don't know why. Apparently, it's hotter than ever. Yeah, I've seen people like on TikTok and stuff where they're like way into like eating fish out of tins. Broadcast TV and fish tins. Does that 
the the packaging was very fancy, so Listen, I could tell that the, it's very in vogue. Yeah, the only metal I want with my fish is the mercury inside of it. That's, that's what I'm that's talking that's about, baby. For me. Give me the microplastics only. I watched Eric. Can I tell you a quick little story? Yeah. We Eric came over for the Super Bowl last night, and Emily's uh, one of her best friends from out of town is in, is visiting, and so she's staying with us. And I watched Eric introduce himself to her. Oh. <laughs> It, it was the so, funniest thing. It was so funny. Life. So I went over. She came over to me. We were like in the kitchen, and I grabbed this jalapeno popper that I guess she had made. Yeah. And I was like, I hadn't met her, and I'm like, oh hi. I, I had it in my right hand, and I went, oh hi, I'm Eric. And then she's like, oh hi, Haley. And then we went to shake hands, but I only had my left hand, so I just kind of like reached and twisted, so it's like you know you can yeah. shake hands with it. But then she took it and went, mwah. And it was like, she took it and said, enchanté. Oh, yeah, oh my God. Was, Something about the way you presented your so, hand to her. It was so fucking, fu I was howling. What up? That was so funny. Totally took me off guard. Yeah. Had never met her before. And I went, that that's great. hilarious. What a great in the moment that yeah. was uh, so, reaction. It was just wow. such a like, I'm eating the thing you made with my regular hand. I'm not going to get your hand greasy. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, this is weird. That's great. <laughs> I love it. It uh, was very funny. Uh, one thing that I had down. wanted to mention this yeah. episode that I forgot about until right now is I saw that there's going to be a 25th anniversary release of The Phantom Menace oh, uh, in yeah. theater. Yeah. And I think... <laughs> the anniversary nobody wants to remember. We should go camp out for tickets again okay. at the theater. I'll do it. I think we should go down to the Metropolitan, uh, revisit the spot where we camped 25 years ago, and camp out. I guarantee it's going to be packed. We're going to need to show up early. Two days are early again, uh, right? To, uh, to make sure that we get tickets that we're, the, that we're in line. You're a psycho. Are we going to record from the we Phantom Menace we line? Should, we should absolutely do Can an we? episode from the Phantom Menace line. I need to find, I think it's coming out in May. I don't know when tickets are going on sale. But Can we, we get to. a PS2 and Bushido Blade again? <laughs> It was a PS1. Was it a PS1? Yeah, yeah PS2 so. wasn't out yet. It's going to be a bunch of 17-year-olds working at this place going, what the fuck are these old guys doing? <laughs> Why are they in a tent yeah. playing PlayStation? Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. No, should we call the cops? Oh, we absolutely would get run off for oh, trespassing yeah. this yeah, time. Yeah, for I sure. guarantee it's going to happen. Dude, fucking but, crazy. Yeah. Um, Let's make it happen. So... I think uh, Violet Crown Cafe is maybe not the most memorable place we've ever been. We also got run out because it was so fucking cold outside yeah. uh, with that wind. But I, I don't think it should discourage you if you're in the area to check it out. It's I thought it was just, charming. Yeah, I, it's just sort of like in the in the grand scheme of this podcast, pretty right down the middle. Yeah, yeah. And I, plus, it's got Little Deli right there, right? Yes. So like, I think yeah. Little Deli is a reason to make the trek there. Yeah. And if you're already there, you may as well pick up a coffee. It's also it's a wine bar, so it's open mm. pretty late. Mm. And uh, I think the only other place that we went to that was like coffee and a wine bar closed. So well, uh, also uh, Nosh and Bevy. Oh yeah, Nosh. That's like, that's like a bar. But they mm. Yeah, coffee. There was that. What was the place we went to, like south of the river? That was a. Um, Irie Bean. I think it's oh, closed. they closed. Yeah. yeah, they closed. So now this one is our wine spot, also. That's sad. I guess. Red wine and coffee. <laughs> oh, God, that made my whole fucking. Oof. It made like my butthole tight. That sounded. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hey, let's get into some anarchy questions. You can send us anarchy questions uh, at Anima Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, or r slash Anima Podcast is the subreddit. We do not run. Uh, Jeff mentioned he went to the University of South Carolina for a small time. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you, Do you know you know yeah, about this? Yeah, I, I don't that. know about this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, as, uh, the uh, United States Army used to uh, the, the the United States Army had a contract with the University of South Carolina's photojournalism school, and so there was a special program in the military uh -huh. where when you would become a journalist, that's the beginning of your education. There was another course you could take that was like advanced. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like advanced journalism that you could get. If you were really good, uh -huh. you could get lucky. They would send you to the school for like a month. And then if you were really good, uh -huh. there was this thing called the Advanced Photojournalism Course where they basically put you in for like a semester and a half at the University of South Carolina and they ran you through the master's program mm -hmm. and like very briefly. Like the, 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 the not the whole thing clearly, but the major points yeah. with their instructors. And so I didn't realize that's what it was. I, uh, I was very successful in the Army. As a young photographer, I was huh. I was lucky enough that I did well, and I, I don't know, I impressed the right people, and so when I was twenty, mm -hmm. 
I was selected to skip the intermediate school and go straight to that advanced school. And they enrolled me in the University of South Carolina for like, I don't know, four months or something. And so I went and I lived on on campus in a dorm. And what? yeah, yeah. And I was a student there for like four months. I ended up having to leave early because I got deployed to Kuwait. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get to finish it. Wow. I did all this coursework yeah. and I got the grade and everything. Well, that's and I got the certificate. So much. Wow. Uh, but I had to leave early. So I had to abbreviate all my work and finish early because I had to go get deployed was- to Kuwait. But uh, I'm not going to be in class next week. I got to go to war. I got to fight it all. <laughs> but I got to do that at 20. I was the youngest person in the history of the army to get to do it. I was one of the only people that ever got to skip the intermediate school and two more classes after mine because they like run through like yeah. two cycles a year or whatever. They ended it, and so oh. I was I was the third to last class oh to ever God. go through it. Yeah, so yeah. I got really 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 lucky. Well, this this question was from Prowler Caboose, and they said, "Do you have any memories of that's their home city?" And they're wondering if you. Had I any married memories. my first wife there. Oh, but <laughs> I, on Christ. lunch. On what, lunch. What, was that? Is that in Columbia? Yeah, we went it, to Columbia together. Yeah, we did. We did. As a matter or of fact, event. we hung out with a friend yeah. of mine mm-hmm. from that time, a punk rock kid that I became friends with. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do we need to go to Columbia for I mean, Emma? I haven't, I haven't been there in a long time, but I'd love to. When, Five we, points we is we the prob- area, right? We were there nineteen years ago, maybe. Yeah. A long time that ago. was the time we got on the plane and we thought we were going to crash yeah. when we left because it was black shit was coming out of the wing. Yeah. That was oh, my a, God. It was that, bubbling. That was a scary flight. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I had no idea about any of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you went to, like, school. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, he was the army, the 90s army's answer to Ansel Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, sure. I wanted to be Mary Ellen Mark, not Ansel Adams, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, Kelvin H., I just want to give a shout-out, uh, tweeted at us, had an overnight work trip uh, in Austin and went for some NFTs, and he ended up at uh, Casino El Camino. Oh, ah, nice. Quality. Got the, what looks like a, maybe a burger and some wings, and then also went to Veracruz Ooh. and uh, had some coffee there also. So if you... Uh, you come through, check out the NFTs. Like we do these recommendations, and hopefully, people like it. I should compile NFTs on the website That's too. A good idea. Yeah, we should. We should make an NFT map. <laughs> yeah, Gus should make an NFT map. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, speaking of Veracruz, uh-huh. uh, you guys probably already know this, I'm sure, but they have a brick and mortar in Mueller now. Yeah, yeah, I've been we, there. We sh- have you been there? It's good. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I go. we should go. It's yeah. fine. It's weird. I ordered. And my friend Jason was in town. We talked about this like the last time we had our break, uh, supplemental break. And we went there before I took him back to the airport. I'm like, oh, this would be cool. We'll get breakfast tacos, get a cup of coffee, chill here for a little bit, and then I'll take you to the airport. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know what the fuck's up with that place. It was just like, hey, we want to get like some tacos to go. And it was like they were confused. There's a big, long bar. There's a bunch of seating to like sit down and eat. And it's like, oh, I was under the impression that I was going to get some breakfast tacos and I make think, this yeah, easy. Like- and we had to, like, walk over to, like, the counter that's at the bar that the person at the front told us to go to, but no one was there. Like, no one was manning it. It was just yeah. all just like, this isn't set up for what I need this to be, which is just a window where tacos come out of it, and then I eat them. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely... A sit-down place. It They're is. not geared at all for Which would be confusing out. for fans where they only have those windows right. everywhere yes. else. Yeah. Um, you can, I think the best way to do that is to just make the order online uh, and then uh, just pick, pick it up. It up. Yeah. Uh, just because, that, yeah, trying to get something to go mm. there is, 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 a, is a hassle. I'm over QR codes for menus. I'm, order, I'm, I'm over having to order online first. I, I get it. It makes it easy and I can put it in and then I can go pick it up. It is such a deterrent for me to... Do that. It's one step too many. No. Mm. Let me go to the place and just order the thing. That's, that's how I want to live my life because I don't want to talk to someone I and I want to make sure it's customized exactly how I want. I, I don't want to be like, did he hear that? Yeah. Did, did, they, I did they? Are they going to get it right? Completely understand that I'm on the wrong side of this one. It is just a step too far for me in a direction where I go. There have been so many times where I start putting in the order online and then I get to the checkout part and I go. Yeah, I'm not getting. Never yeah. mind. Is Eric a boomer? It's just <laughs> I think I think seeing the money right there, and I don't have to spend it, gives me the chance mm. to go. You're out. I don't need this. You know, Emily did a thing last year when she felt like she was buying too much shit online, mm. and so for a month, 
uh, I think it was actually last February, for a month, anything she was going to, she caught herself buying, she just put it in a like an Amazon wish list uh-huh. and saved it. And then at the end of the month, she went back and looked at everything she didn't buy that she wanted to buy. And she was like, I'll buy whatever I still want. And she almost bought none of it. Oh, wow. Like almost all of it. She was like, didn't want that. Don't need that. That was a dumb idea. Don't care. You know, uh, found, found that, didn't need to buy it yeah. anyway. And yeah, it was wild. Interesting. I think even having like a 24-hour cooldown would be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just preventing me from getting like tortas, like, and I want a torta. Mm. I want one so bad. Martinez place fucking great, man. Uh, well, I think that'll do us for uh, Anma. Good episode, fun episode. We're yeah. back, baby. Uh, seven more episodes after this one. Will we have Big Mike Pertle on? He doesn't drink coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds we, like it's time for a burger. We, we we must meet his demands if we're gonna get such a diva. Mike I love on. it. I can't wait. <laughs> have him send his rider over, and we'll we'll get to work on I that. I definitely want. Mike has been here for so long. I want him to be on this show. I want to go get a burger with him. It's just going to be fun. Um, well, he is like the official Anma fact checker. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we, when we were doing the break show in like the afternoons, he's like, listen to the episode today. All right. Here's where you guys need to go. Here's what you got wrong. And yeah. we just go, thanks, Mike. <laughs> It's it, great. He's like, it was actually on the left side of yeah, the street. You're completely, you're like, oh, it's fuck. so specific. It rocks. But he's right. He's, he's right. Always every right. Time. Of he's course. Always right. yeah. That's why we have to get him on this yeah. show. People are like, oh, you got to have Gavin back on. No way, baby. We want Big Mike, Mike. Pirtle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so you can follow us at Anima Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, you can go to r slash Anima Podcast to subreddit. Let us know if you come to Austin, check out NFTs, send us some pictures, stuff like that. Like, that's been my favorite part of this show is people going, I had like a two day trip to Austin and I checked out these six places that I hated this one, but the other five were great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that kind of, I love that. No one hates any of our suggestions. No way, baby. We got good suggestions. Um, <laughs> but uh, any, any wise words, any thoughts for the people at home? Oh, man. Uh, go go to anarchymeanything.com. Check out my, my my hard work. There you go. Do that. Harder, not okay. smarter. Well, let us know what the presidential average is, and that'll be our new president's day. Oh, uh, please. I forgot. Uh, I'm excited again. 